if we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. France Authority on AM 1420. The answer. Yes, indeed it is, and a good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. We get started at eight minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on this Monday, and it is the eighth, or excuse me, the 23rd morning of the 11th month of the year of our Lord, 2020. Thanks for being with us. Coming up in about a half an hour or so, we're going to talk to Rob Walgate, our friend and terrific analyst from uh, the Ohio Roundtable, American Policy Roundtable and the Public Square Broadcast Network, Rob is going to brief us on the importance of Senate Bill 311 in the state of Ohio passing the House of Representatives last week. Rob is going to talk to us about what that means about reining in the uncontrollable, at least to this point, uncontrollable tyranny of Governor Mike DeWine and the Ohio Department of Health, no matter who has been in at the helm of it. Uh, Senate Bill 311 is extraordinarily important. Rob Walgate is going to tell you what it is and why it is and where it goes from here. That's at um, 9.35 this morning. And uh, coming up also at 9.48, we're going to talk to Congressman Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan will be joining us <clears throat> from Washington, D.C. to talk about a host of things, including our lead story today. We are going to start today with the breakup of the Trump super team of attorneys. Last night, it was released, it was announced by the Trump legal team, specifically Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, that Sidney Powell was no longer part of the the president's legal team in his legal challenges over the election that had just been stolen from him. Now, there are many layers to this onion, and we need to try to peel them back as quickly and as uh, as clearly, I guess it's better to be more clear than quick, but it is, time is of the essence. We have to get this done quickly as well. There are many layers to this. Um, let's start out with what the roles of the various members of the Trump legal team have been. On Wednesday of last week, and you know that you saw this, and if you didn't see it, you heard me talking about it at length on Thursday of last week. There was a 90-plus minute press conference held by Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Jenna Ellis, all of them presenting what might be described as a united front in the effort to uncover, expose, and obviously, most importantly, stop 
the election fraud that had been taking place. The two types of fraud, actually, voter fraud on one hand, election fraud on the other. And there are separate you know, distinctions between the two, as we have pointed out. But those individual issues <clears throat> were being presented in a united fashion by Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Jenna Ellis. Giuliani spoke first, then Powell, then Ellis, and then they took questions for the three of them. And they looked like a united team. As a matter of fact, it's kind of important to point out that President Trump tweeted about them and described them as being a very powerful force of a legal team working together. That matters because of what happened last night. It matters that these extremely powerful attorneys were uniting their forces to correct uh, you know, the incorrectable, to bring justice to the unjustifiable, and I'm talking about the election theft um, in 2020. <clears throat> Rudy Giuliani's role, generally speaking, was to talk about voter fraud, all of the different instances of voter fraud that had taken place in various cities, affidavits, sworn affidavits from poll watchers, poll workers, postal workers, and others talking about various things of that nature. Sidney Powell's job was to talk about the massive election fraud perpetrated by way of the Dominion software and the Statmatic uh, uh, software, along with what is called Hammer and Scorecard, that we talked to General McInerney about, talking about vote switching, vote deleting, vote manipulation on a grand scale. That's the election fraud side. So they had different uh, approaches and different um, responsibilities, I guess, if you will, when they presented these things. So last night when it was announced that Sidney, or excuse me, that, uh, yeah, that Sidney Powell was being removed from the legal team, it was a huge blow. I mean, and I'm talking about a blow that has reverberated all throughout the country in the last you know, 12 hours or so, and has reverberated even more so in, in uh, legal circles in Washington, D.C. How is Sidney Powell suddenly out when she was the centerpiece of all of this? And the answer to that, my friends, may be that she's not at all. Headlines all over the place, Giuliani drops Sidney Powell as Trump strike force splits. That was the term that President Trump had used, talking about this uh, incredibly powerful team of lawyers, the strike force. The headline is Giuliani drops them. Team Trump drops Sidney Powell. Uh, Powell disassociates, uh, is just disassociated from Team Trump. It's entirely possible this morning as we look at this in a different light, through a different lens, that it's just not true. That they didn't jettison Sidney Powell from the team. They didn't part ways with her. They didn't cast her to the side. They simply clarified, and there's a difference. They simply clarified what the roles of the individuals involved in this uh, process are. Because if you look at the statement made by quote-unquote Team Trump, the statement made was, not that Sidney Powell is no longer a member of the legal team, not that Sidney Powell has been booted from the legal team, or that we have separated from her or any of that language whatsoever. The actual statement from Team Trump and Rudy Giuliani is that Sidney Powell is not a part of the Trump legal team, is not a uh, 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 officially representing and being paid by either the Trump campaign 
or President Trump himself as a personal, as a private individual. Meaning, she never has been. And this is a very important distinction. If they, if she had been a paid representative of the legal team for the Trump campaign and was no longer being paid as such, that would mean that she has been booted. That would mean that there are serious problems that the president has with her approach, that Rudy Giuliani and other members of the team had with her approach. She is alleging fraud on a massive, massive scale by way of the software. She says that President Trump probably won in reality before the cheating over 400 electoral votes, as many as 80 million votes overall. That's a massive allegation. And if they had indeed... um said she is no longer a part of the team and she was being paid but she isn't anymore it would indicate they don't trust her they don't think she's got the evidence to that and we need to cut bait right that's how that would look but it is not what the actual message said the actual message the actual statement rather attributed to rudy giuliani said this sydney powell is practicing law on her own she is not a member of the trump legal team she is also not a lawyer for the president in his personal capacity. That's it. Not no longer, not former, not was, not we moved on, not she's not us. This is just a simple statement that we represent the president and the president's campaign in these lawsuits to stop elections from becoming certified because there was substantial amount of fraud going on. That's what we are doing. She is practicing law on her own is a statement that what she is representing is not just Donald Trump. And in fact, not Donald Trump. She's representing the people. The people of the United States in lawsuits specifically filed to challenge the voter integrity of those lawsuits. Her, you know, some would call it a theory that Dominion voting machines and the Smartmatic software, you know, were manipula- manipulable and you know, responsible for switching votes from Trump to Biden, et cetera, et cetera. Some call that a theory. She says it's not a theory. I have proof. I don't say things that I can't prove. And she's just not proving it to the, to the media. She's not going to try to prove it to the people. She's going to prove it to a judge when it gets to the right courtroom. That's what her statement is, or that's what her allegation has been. Sidney Powell widely considered one of the most respected legal minds in Washington. She was the woman who took up Lieutenant General Michael Flynn's case when so many others in the legal community kind of decided that, hey, he pled guilty to lying. Um, There's nothing that can be done for him. Let's just move on and and leave him. You know, He's going to end up in jail, and that's going to be his fault, his problem, his fault. Sidney Powell said, no, 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 and took that up and eventually got the entire thing dismissed. Now, there are still some you know, uh, things that the government is trying to do to try to put Michael Flynn in jail, but Sidney Powell took this up and actually got the prosecution, which is the, the government of the United States, to stop its prosecution, in which case Michael Flynn would be free. So she is an extraordinarily powerful attorney who has taken up cases that other people haven't even thought of and won and been super effective. She's great to have as a member of the team. But as Trump's legal team says, she's not on that team. She's on her own representing the interests of the people of the United States. And that's a very different story.
So Sidney Powell not being a part of the team. Now, again, I'll be 100% honest. When I read this last night, I tweeted, or I didn't tweet because I don't use Twitter anymore. I Facebook commented, and yeah, I'm still stuck there for now. I'm also on Parler, which is important. But I commented on Facebook that this is bad, that the wheels may have just come off the Trump team, if, uh, Trump train. If Sidney Powell is no longer on that legal team, there is no legal team. There is no opportunity for um, you know, uh, President Trump to win in a court of law. Sidney Powell isn't a part of this. But then I looked at it more closely, and some other people said, no, 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 no. You don't look at this as she has been booted. Nowhere does it say that she has been booted. No long, nowhere does it say, did they say, we are no longer working with Sidney Powell. It was a simple statement of, here is the way this works. Sidney Powell is working on her own. Sidney Powell is practicing law on her own, and she is going to bring lawsuits to call attention to and expose massive election fraud. Now, if that benefits Donald Trump, great, but it's not specifically on behalf of Donald Trump. And that that does matter. But uh, as I t- uh, messaged on Facebook, I was alarmed because, you know, five now six days ago, uh, five days ago, I guess, on Wednesday, she was presented as a member of the team because she... Rudy and Jenna Ellis all held that joint press conference together. So it's going to be really interesting to see where this goes today. I will share this. Sidney Powell's response to that statement indicates that she is totally fine with it. Her response is that she understands the White House press release and agrees with it and that she is staying the course. She is staying the course to fight on behalf of the American people who have been robbed of fair and impartial elections in this case. She also said in her uh, tweet of response, the chips will fall where they may, and we will defend the foundation of this great republic. Hashtag Kraken on steroids. So she, of course, has been you know notorious for the phrase releasing the Kraken, which is the extraordinarily dangerous underbelly of all of this. But she says she's fine with this. And one more note before our time out here. General Michael Flynn has been outspoken on this as well. Remember, she represents him. And he tweeted yesterday in response to this news story, quote, at Sidney Powell one has been suspended from Twitter for 12 hours. She understands the White House press release, so he's basically speaking on her behalf because she's been suspended from Twitter because Twitter is evil and horrible. He says she understands the White House press release and agrees with it. She is staying the course to prove the massive deliberate election fraud that robbed hashtag we the people of our votes for President Trump and for other Republican candidates, end quote. So this is a big deal. But it may not be the big deal people thought it was last night, including myself. This is a big deal, but Sidney Powell is not, you know, it's not like she is no longer working on behalf of proving, on behalf of the people to prove this election fraud. She's just not being paid by the president to do it. That's the clarification from Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis. All right, going to get a quick time out here. I want to hear from you, too, at 216-901-0945, 888 We'll get you here, too. Follow me on Twitter, or not Twitter. Again, there's old habits. They die hard. Follow me on Parler at France Radio, F-R-A-N-T-Z Radio, France Radio. All one word, no spaces, no underscores. And we'll read the best uh, messages I get on Parler right here on AM 1420, The Answer. We'll be right back. 
927, the Bob France Authority on AM 1420, The Answer. Let's get a quick uh, call, phone call in here before the bottom of the hour or two. Mike in Columbia Station wants to talk about Sidney Powell. Hey, Mike, you're on the air. Go ahead, sir. Hey, good morning, Bob. Hey, I got a buddy in Florida. That he said he, re- he researched on Parler, and he said that uh, Sidney Powell, he said they just split off into two teams, that she's on a military attorney, so she's going for the military part of the voting machines, and Giuliano... Giuliani and his team are with the voting part, so I don't know how true that is, but it might be something you need to look into. Yeah, I, I do. Th- I don't know if it's necessarily military or non-military, but I do think they are approaching this from two different points of view. Uh, she is do- she is looking at this again specifically to the international aspect of the uh, voting software. <clears throat> excuse me. That was taken from uh, foreign countries and that was used by the American government and the CIA in foreign countries, but was never supposed to be used here. She's looking at that part, the actual software algorithms, who manipulated them, how they manipulated them. Rudy Giuliani is in doing that, as you saw. And thanks for the call, Mike. As you saw in the press conference on Wednesday, uh, Rudy Giuliani was talking about poll watchers. Rudy Giuliani was talking about sworn affidavits from people in Michigan uh, about you know postal workers who were told... Uh, to backdate ballots, you know, absentee ballots and mail-in ballots that came in so that they look like they came in before the third, so that they would be valid. All of those kinds of things, that's where Giuliani is. I think, you know, um, the difference is and the separation has to come because because uh, what um, Sidney Powell is alleging is much bigger and broader than just the Trump campaign. It's the entire electoral system being sued, if you will. Uh, that's why when she said these lawsuits are going to be of biblical proportions, it's not just about to get Donald Trump reelected. It's about stopping the massive election fraud that is being practiced by those in charge of those computer systems. Uh, that's that's her side of this. So again, anybody that is reporting, and I kind of did it on purpose when I started the show, that Sidney Powell has been removed, jettisoned, cast aside, uh, removed from the Trump team, they're, they're wrong. That is not what has been said. And it took me a little while to kind of figure this out, too, last night. They said she is on her own, not she is newly on her own. She is practicing law on her own. She is doing something that represents something bigger. She is not paid by Donald Trump. She is not paid by the Trump campaign, the way Rudy Giuliani and uh, Jenna Ellis are. She's on her own because what she is doing is much bigger and maybe much more significant than just one man's election. And I think that's important to point out. All right, much more on this coming up. Um, I believe we're going to have more phone calls after the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk to Rob Walgate coming up at 1010, not 935. At least that is my understanding at this point in time. But we'll listen to the news and we'll come right back and fill you in on AM 1420, The Answer. I want to play a clip for you here, and we'll get right to your phone calls. I was correct. Rob Walgate is going to be joining us at 1010. So we have Jim Jordan coming up in about 13 minutes at 948, Rob Walgate at 1010 on separate issues. Uh, On the Sidney Powell issue and the announcement last night that she is not a part of Team Trump in terms of the legal team, I think this clip kind of supports and reinforces the point that I made. She is about something much bigger here than Donald Trump's reelection. She is about exposing the whole of the election fraud and the software and the, those responsible for it that makes that fraud possible. 
She's about truly about the integrity of the American democratic process. People talk about, you know, if you question an election, you're questioning democracy. Well, if democracy is not being practiced because people are cheating, it needs to be questioned. And that's how it's protected. You don't protect and preserve democracy by turning your head and looking the other way if you have evidence that democracy has been attacked. If you have evidence that democracy is not being practiced, that people's votes are not counting, that other people's votes are being switched, if you have evidence of that and don't do anything, you are not defending democracy. You are, in fact, enabling democracy to be uh, bastardized. So this clip is from Sidney Powell. It's only 46 seconds long. She did this interview on, let's see, it would have been Friday, so three days ago. This was Sidney Powell talking on uh, the Howie Carr show about, uh, on Newsmax TV, so it's not radio, it's TV, uh, about what her role is and what she has uncovered. Listen to this. I think this really supports and buttresses the points we're making. But you have to realize how many forces, including many in the government, have benefited from this system. They knew it worked the way it worked, and they used it to install the people they wanted to stall in particular offices. I think the fraud in the election goes much farther than just the president. I think they did it to John James. I think they did it to Leon Benjamin. I think they did it to any particularly strong Republican candidate this time around. Uh, We've got data from 2016 out of California that shows that Hillary Clinton did it to Bernie Sanders there. And then when people told him about it, instead of exposing it, he sold out. He has a new he he has a new lakefront home on Lake Champlain, Sydney. Right, and a, and a nice exactly and a nice book contract. So what Sydney Powell there said in the middle of that clip, I think is important. She said this is much bigger than just Donald Trump. That's why she's not a member of Team Trump in the legal aspect. She's not on the Trump legal team because she's not just working on behalf of him and how he was wronged by fraudulent actions in this election. She's working on the bigger picture here. And she said this has been used. And by the way, we should also point out at this at this moment, this isn't new information about uh, Dominion. It's not new information about the, the uh, Statmatic software. It's not new, uh, new information about the hammer and the scorecard. As I talked to General McInerney about it two weeks ago, um, and we've played the clips for you from 2019 last year. Amy Klobuchar was among the Democrats uh, expressing extreme concern over the use of Dominion voting software because it's so easily able to be hacked and manipulated. Now, their point was trying to say that Russians are going to interfere again on behalf of Donald Trump. Russian, Russian, you know, it's how it is with them. It's always about Russia, Russia, Russia. And But they literally said that the Dominion software cannot be trusted. Now that the Dominion software has been used, according to Sidney Powell and, and Team Trump, to actually cheat for the Democrats, suddenly there's, oh, my God, how can you question the results of the election? How can you, request, uh, how can you uh, question the integrity of the vote? How can you question the accuracy of the software? How dare you? They literally just did it a year ago in anticipation of somebody hacking and using the Dominion algorithms, et cetera, to cheat on behalf of the president instead. So the hypocrisy here is so thick. You can't cut it with a knife, honestly. It's too thick. You've got to chisel at it. And that's what Sidney Powell is trying to do right now. She's trying to chisel at all of that hypocrisy and, most importantly, through all of the fraud that has taken place here in an attempt to get it exposed. And by the way, 
I feel bad for Sidney Powell from this standpoint. The complexities and the depth of what she is alleging. And I don't know that what she's saying is all, all 100% true, obviously. We have to wait and see what she presents in a court of law. That's her right, and that's what she should do. But to pull together and understand and make sense of and to bring a case against something with the complexity complexities of this massive nationwide voter fraud um, is something that would take a team of attorneys months to do, right? Months before it ever saw a day in court. She's got to do this in less than two weeks. Somehow she's got to pull all of this together and present it responsibly and convincingly before a judge in less than two weeks. And that's that's asking, you know, I think I I likened it to a Hail Mary pass. It's it's kind of that. It's a Hail Mary and, you know, it's from a hundred yards away. <laughs> it's just something that's uh it's gonna be very, very difficult for her to pull off. Okay, back to it. Two one six nine zero one zero nine four five. David is in LaGrange. Hi David, you're on the air. Go ahead. Okay, Bob, when I read that statement last night about Sidney Powell, I kind of had a hunch or I understood that, you know, what it said, that she was never part of the team, and basically she's off on her own, off to the side, but in a way she is assisting the Trump team. And, you know... um, She is definitely assisting them. She might not be paid by the Trump campaign or by the president, but the fact that she appeared at that press conference with Rudy and with Jenna indicates they are working um, in the same... They're rowing in the same direction. It's just that they're operating different oars. And, and, and truly, you know, she has her own um, agenda here that is much bigger than Donald Trump. It doesn't mean she does not support the efforts of the president and his team, which is why she was there. But she is working on her own on something much bigger than just the Trump case. But as she pointed out, a number of other Republicans had their votes changed and were robbed as well. So I think that's important to point out. Go ahead. Yeah, and you, you know, you figured it out, but... <clears throat> probably half America didn't actually read the statement. They're just reading the headlines. Like, I'm looking at Drudge Report right now. Headline, too crazy even for Trump. Lawyer Sidney Powell fired after wild conspiracy. Unfortunately, people won't go any further than what the news tells them. You're right. That's exactly what the media does. They will put crap like that in a headline, knowing full well that the truth might be in paragraph three or four. But most people aren't reading that far down. They're just going to look at the headline and say, yes, yeah, and then they're going to tell their friends, or tell their wife, or tell their coworkers, yeah, I saw Trump fired uh, Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell was never working for Trump was never paid by Trump, which is one of the th- reasons why they said what they did. What she is doing is on behalf of, you know, the, the P- it's almost like a class action lawsuit for all American voters whose votes may have been switched. That's what she's working on. Does that impact Team Trump? Yes. Is she paid by Team Trump? No. Therefore, can she be fired by Team Trump? And the answer is no. Anything else, David? Uh, you know, if I was right, a I think journalist... David, oh. Yeah, if I was a journalist, I would, I don't know, I would I would look into it and, I don't know, maybe risk my career, like, you know, Watergate, you know, just to be on the side, maybe I'm a journalist, I can make history by, you know, looking into this, you know, voter fraud and all this, things like that. You know, that. one would think that there would be, yeah, one would think that there would be a journalist, uh, and thanks for the call, my man, um, you know, with the courage to do the right thing and to investigate this. 
and to look into some of these allegations rather than dismissing them out of hand because journalistic curiosity is what made the fourth estate so important in this country. Like you said, you mentioned Watergate. Journalism, journalists have brought down kings many times. Journalists have destroyed uh, massive uh, operations, criminal operations and enterprises. Journalists, you know, can, can change the world in some ways. And back when they were devoted to changing the world on behalf of truth, whatever the truth turned out to be, that was a very important part of, of American society. But now that journalists stopped being curious and stopped caring about the truth, and they only care about their own partisan interests, now that journalism, which is comprised of over 95% Democrat voters and, and uh, donors, now that journal, I'm talking about newspaper staffs, I'm talking about television staffs, I'm talking not just anchors, but people behind the scenes, editors, producers, and so forth. Now that journalism is dead as we once knew it, they aren't going to be, you know, looking for Pulitzer Prizes and trying to get to the bottom of this. And I'm going to see what, what Sidney Powell was talking about here and exposing it. They're just going to ridicule her, denounce her, and advance their own personal partisan agenda. Journalism in this country is now dead. And I hate to sound like I'm over the top and overly melodramatic and hyperbolic, but I'm just telling you it's reality. It's dead. 945. Got to get out so Jordan can get in on AM 1420 The Answer. Okay, 948. We continue on this Monday morning on AM 1420. The answer, appreciate you being with us. Still trying to make a little bit of sense about what happened with Team Trump in terms of the legal team, or if if anything happened at all. Maybe it was just a clarification of roles. But the way it's been presented is quite alarming. It was presented as Sidney Powell has been fired by Team Trump as a legal representative. Joining us now to discuss is Congressman Jim Jordan, Ohio's 4th Congressional District Representative. Congressman, good to talk to you. How are you, sir? Good to be with you. Happy, uh, happy Thanksgiving week, Bob. Are we allowed to be happy this Thanksgiving week? I'm going to be happy regardless of what government tries to do to our liberty, regardless of what government tries to do to our rights. I'm going to be happy. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I said this the other day. You know, you, in Ohio, you now have to be in your home at 10. In Pennsylvania, when you're in your home, you have to wear a mask. In Vermont, when you're in your home, you don't have to wear a mask because you're not allowed to have friends over. I mean, it's ridiculous what's happening, but I'm still going to be happy because it's in spite of the crazy left, in spite of some of these stupid rules from governors, um, it's still the best country going. Everything you just said is so true. And just to kind of, you know, put, a, put an exclamation point behind it, the crazy left. On CNN, literally this morning, there is a headline, you have permission to not be thankful this year by Allison Hope CNN and it's a, and it's an entire article about everything that was that is wrong with this country that is wrong with the, it was wrong in the original thanksgiving which was of course uh, uh, done by colonizers who murdered and raped and, and did all these terrible things to the indigenous peoples and we've got covid here and we got um, economic problems there you have a right to not be thankful they want us to feel miserable i can't imagine living that kind of an existence I can't either, and that, that just seems to be the left. The left are always griping about something, always upset about something. Nothing's ever good enough. It's like, you know, I, I just, I, I think Republicans see the glass half full all the time. I think conservatives see the glass half full. I think conservatives understand this is not, we're the greatest country ever. Not perfect, but the greatest country ever, and the left always thinks, well, this country is terrible. And that that was I mean, I think that's really sort of the divide today. Do you think America's yeah. good? Do you think America's bad? You and I think it's good. And frankly, most people do, I think. Um, 
But there are some on the left who are just always negative, and like, who wants to hang out with people like that? For goodness' sake! Yeah. Just, and the, wor- the worst, the worst part is they think not only that we're bad, that we've always been bad. We were a nation founded on terrible things, and we have been terrible for our entire existence. Let's let's get for, for being out. a bad um, nation. There's sure a lot for, Bob, for, for being a for, for, if you're quote for quote a bad nation. There sure are a lot of people who want to get into this place. They sure <laughs> all want to come here. Holy that, cow! I mean, that's I, a point that I make all the time. Yep, you're a thousand percent right. Congressman, let's uh, let's get into what happened last night. The statement from the Trump campaign team, um, a legal team, which is Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, was this, yeah. quote, Sidney Powell is practicing law on her own. She is not a member of the Trump legal team. She is also not a lawyer for the president in his personal capacity, end quote. That's it. Yeah. Now, most people, many people, read that as, oh, my gosh, they just fired Sidney Powell. There is a, a huge shakeup and a huge <laughs> breakup in the legal team. But when you look at it more closely, it doesn't say she is no longer with. It doesn't say that she ever was with. She is not representing yeah. Donald Trump. She's representing the American people in what would amount yeah. to a class action lawsuit on behalf of, of uh, you know, voter integrity or, or voting integrity, right? No. No, I think you're right. I think, I think it was just a clarification. I mean, you, you said which one is it? Sorry, your your, your comments here. And I think it, it was it's uh, the the former. It was just a clarification. So um, that's fine. And and you know, I, why don't Democrats? I keep coming back to this why question. Why don't Democrats want to get to the bottom of it? You know, we did a tweet yesterday, and all we said is, you know, when, when the when the receiver knows he's made the catch, he's not afraid of the review. Why are the Democrats afraid of an audit? Why are they afraid all these irregularities, all these affidavits signed, all these court cases? Why are they afraid to just fully examine what happened in this election? After all, as we've said before, the president got 10.5 million more people to vote for him. We kept the Senate. We increased uh, 12 seats in the House, it looks like. Every, every toss-up seat that, that Charlie Cook had in his report, I think Republicans won. We maintained all the state legislatures and actually picked up a few. All that happens, and yet the president doesn't win. So so many Americans are saying, something doesn't feel right. Or doesn't, something doesn't smell right here. Let's get to the bottom of it. And why are Democrats afraid to get to the bottom of what actually took place in this election? That's the key question in my mind. So let's just get yeah. to the bottom of it. That's what Sidney Powell's trying to do. I completely concur. And I loved your analogies, by the way, about the receiver and also the director. If the director makes a good movie, the director's not afraid yeah. of the critics. And yet, if they ran a fair election, why would you be afraid of an audit? So I agree with that wholeheartedly. But let me ask you more specifically about the two different types of fraud that are being alleged. There's voter fraud. And then there's election fraud. Rudy Giuliani, it looks like, is looking more into the specific cases of voter fraud in various states. And what Sidney Powell is talking about is the massive election fraud by way of the Dominion software, the Statmatic server, the yeah. Um, yeah. you know the hammer and the scorecard software. Um, and what she is alleging, Congressman, is massive. She is essentially yeah. saying that without manipulating the votes, President Trump would have won in such a landslide, he would have cleared the 400 electoral vote uh, threshold, which is just something that's, uh, that would be amazing. Is that a little bit too difficult to believe? I think a lot of people who are saying this is, this is crazy and this is conspiratorial are saying there's no way, no matter what you're alleging happened, there's no way he won 400 electoral votes, including California, for that ex- uh, for example. So Bob, what is uh, your opinion on that? Raise, Go ahead. I would raise this point. Who, who first raised concerns about Dominion? Who first? It was Elizabeth Warren, Senator White. It was Democrats a year and ago. And Amy Klobuchar. They first, yeah, they first raised concerns about Dominion. So there was obviously some concern with this system. Why, why are now Democrats reluctant to check it out? Let's just check it out. You don't have to buy one premise or the other. You don't have to buy one, one position or the other. 
let's just check it out because after all, it was Democrats who first raised concerns. And again, come back to this idea. Is there any way, when you saw all the crowds, all the crowds that were happening, everything, when you step back and look at this election, if, again, if I'd have told you before the election that President Trump's going to get 50-some thousand at a rally in Butler, Pennsylvania, and Joe Biden's going to have six circles, going to only get five people to fill those circles at his event, and he's going to have a few horns honking and a few cars at another event, and the president's going to get 40,000 at this event. If I'd have told you all that and say, and, and by the way, the president's going to get 10.5 million more votes, the Republicans are going to increase uh, that, their seats in the House, they're going to maintain the Senate, they're going to win every toss-up race in the House of Representatives, we're going to maintain every state legislature and pick up a couple others. If I'd have told you all of that, and said, but Joe Biden campaigning from the basement is going to win. You'd say, you're crazy, Jordan. What are you talking about? So that's exactly what happens. And then you couple that with what the Democrats said about Dominion system a year ago. I come back to the main question. Why don't we check it out? Why don't we? We got plenty of time. We got until December 14th before the Electoral College meets. We have until January 6th before the House of Representatives has to, to uh, uh, vote on the, accepting the electors from the Electoral College. We got plenty of time. Let's check it out. After all, it's about the American election system. So that, to me, Con- I, think and I think it's where most people are. Congressman Louis Gohmert, Gohmert said, you know, there's no point in doing this congressionally because it's going to be done in the in the House Judiciary Committee, which is run by Nadler, and it's going to be pointless anyway. Do you agree with that? Well, we've asked Nadler and Maloney to to do an investigation. Uh, when when now they'll get to do the subpoenas if if in fact they do. I don't think they're going to because again, Democrats, even though they raised the concerns a year ago, they don't want to actually do the investigation now. Uh, which, which, frankly, is also troubling. Why wouldn't you want to confirm, if you believe this election was done, everything was on the, on the up and up, everything was fine, why wouldn't you want to confirm that that's good for Joe Biden? So why wouldn't you take that? If, if I'm Joe Biden, I'd step forward and say, just like the receiver who knows he made the catch, I'd say, have the review. I know I caught that ball. I know it was a touchdown. Why, why, why won't Joe Biden do that? That's the other question. So, yeah, you're right. If Nadler and, and, and Maloney do the investigation, it probably won't be the way we would do it. But we'll get to at least right. ask some questions. We'll get to find out some things, and, and let's, let's hope they do it. Congressman, let's pivot to the coronavirus and where we stand. Um, Operation Warp Speed was kind of an <clears throat> interesting name for the mission to try to create a vaccine in, re- in a record amount of time. And the fact that it was done is simply impossible. The fact that President Donald Trump is not getting any credit for organizing yeah. the committee that worked in this mammoth public-private partnership to get it done. I mean, it, when there's an infectious vac or an inf- infectious virus rather that goes epidemic or pandemic, and they want to put a vaccine together for it, it takes years. This was done yep. in less than one year, and President Trump told everybody before the election it was going to be done by the end of this year. <laughs> and now you, you literally have the doctors who are in charge of it saying the first doses will probably be administered as early as December 11th or 12th. The president was right. Yeah, and not one word, not word, one word from president-elect, and I use that in quotes, Biden, not one word from the media saying Trump was right. They put the pedal to the metal. No, they crazy. used the combined resources of government and private enterprise and did something remarkable here. No, it's, it's remarkable. It's phenomenal. Pick your adjective. It, it, it's truly just an amazing, amazing work by the president and his team. Uh, it, 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 it underscores that the mainstream press just will, will never cover the truth. Everything they, they, they put out is just baloney. Um, but, but frankly, it is part of an amazing four years. I mean, 
this guy's up for three no, uh, you know, peace prizes. I mean, <laughs> this guy had the greatest economy ever until the virus hit. Now it's, it's roaring back in spite of the lockdowns from so many governors and, and mayors. I mean, this guy put the embassy in Jerusalem when no one said you could do it. He did it. This guy put amazing people in the Supreme Court. He's done amazing things for the federal bench. It, you just go down the list. It is an amazing four years. But the press, with their relentless attack on this guy and everything else, they're just never going to acknowledge the amazing things the remarkable things that this administration has accomplished under President Trump's leadership. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's been, it's been an amazing four years for the country. It really has. But uh, the left has just, like, ridiculed every bit of it. The um, top science advisor for Operation Warp Speed, his name is Dr. Monsef Slawi, and he said this weekend that we should reach herd immunity from people getting it and from people getting vaccinated for it uh, to the tune of about 70 percent of Americans with one or the other sometime around May. And that's when we can, quote unquote, really start to target returning to normal. And I assume that means everything being open, no more masks, et cetera, et cetera. That is when the economy should just grow at a massive, massive rate. The question mm-hmm. is, if that happens, Will it grow under the policies advanced by Joe Biden if he ends up in the White House? Well, n- not if he does everything that, that, that he and the left have talked about, about doing. Now, that, this is why these, these Senate races in Georgia are so done important, because you can, you can put a check on that if we make sure we keep Senator Loeffler and Senator Perdue in, in the United States Senate. So that, that becomes just of, of, of critical importance. I will tell you what I anticipate is going to happen if, in fact, Joe Biden is, is, is president in January. I anticipate what's going to happen is you're going to have you're going to have massive influx of people trying to get in this country. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see caravans again. Remember what Joe Biden said he's going to he's going to put a halt on any type of deportation of of of, of folks uh, on the for the first hundred days. Well, if you don't think that sends a signal for people to come rushing into the United States, um, I don't know what does. And so I wouldn't be surprised if we see the caravans that we saw before when when President Trump was trying to change the Obama policies and do the things that he was doing. So. Um, yeah, the left's policies are, uh, policies are crazy. Um, you know, let's let's hope they don't they don't get enacted. And, and the best way to make sure that they don't is is to win those Senate races here in uh, six weeks in Georgia. Congressman Jim Jordan joining us on AM 1420. The answer. Last question before you go Thursday. How many people are going to be in the Jordan household? Are you going to abide by uh, Governor DeWine's rules? We're going to have uh, uh, two of our our four to make it back, and so uh, and we have one. Our one granddaughter will be here, so it'll be. Uh, we'll, we're going to have a nice. And then my, my parents. We all live, you know. Well, my, our boys live at live. One lives out of state. One lives up there by you, Bob. Uh, but they're they're going to be um, they're going to be coming down, and uh, so it'll be fun. And my mom and dad will come over, and then hopefully Polly's parents as well. But we're looking forward Fantastic. to it. It's my favorite Congressman. holiday. It's my favorite holiday. Well, it should be. It should be a lot, you know, and it used to be that way for a lot of people, too. Of course, we're being told now that it doesn't count anymore and you should not get together with anyone. By the way, was it uh, was it Oregon or was it um, uh, I can't remember what state it was who said that you better be planning to. Oh, no, what it wasn't a state. It was a doctor on MSNBC saying you better plan on eating outside on Thanksgiving if you're going to have people over. Literally, he said eat outside. The governor governor of California can eat indoors with all his lobbyist friends, violate the rules. But you got to eat outside by yourself. I mean, you got like this is crazy. So let's let's just. It's let's thirty-eight degrees in Ohio in November. Get out to the picnic table. <laughs> <laughs> let's just Congressman, be thankful we live in your holiday, sir. and celebrate. Yeah, take care, Bob. Thanks. Amen. Th- thank you, Congressman Jim Jordan on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. We'll be right back.